All right. Um, this is one in 1800, and I'm here with Chloe Skinner, a senior. <laughs> Hi. Hi, and I am Olivia Nimi, your host. Um, let's get started. <laughs> One in eighteen hundred. One in eighteen hundred. I am one in eighteen hundred. One in eighteen hundred. One in eighteen hundred. I am one in eighteen hundred. So when I first like have the name pop up of Chloe Skinner, I think of intense helper and always volunteering and just everywhere that you could possibly be at one time. <laughs> oh, thank you. So um what do you think you would describe yourself as that doesn't fall under that category, do you think? Um, I'd say complex, because I think there's more to me than just like being a helper and kind of being like a smiley person, because I've like dealt with like mental health struggles that I talk about at the Voices Assembly. So I feel like there's a lot more to me as a person, and it's not just like this positive part, but there's also other stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool that you're able to show us that at a um, bigger scale than just to friends or something, but to the entire school to show that not only you, but a lot of other people go through these things and being able to be um, positive and embrace it. So that was a really cool stand. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think the hardest part was to be able to get up there and show that on the Voices Assembly? I think one of the hardest parts for me was kind of thinking about how there are people out there who may be involved in my story. Um, and trying to figure out ways to explain my story without kind of like indicating anything about anybody and just kind of keeping it like really nice and civil because I honestly have good feelings towards anybody that's been in my life. Like that's why I'm who I am today. And I guess it was just a little bit difficult like knowing who all would be in the audience, but after I did it, I felt so relieved. That's so cool. What uh, feedback did you get afterward? Um, I got a couple letters from people oh in the school, like some who I know, some who I don't know. And it's just really wonderful being able to connect with people on like a more personal level, mm -hmm. like rather than it just being like a club or something like that. It was more of like an intimate, like personal struggle that we both shared. And it was just a really nice connection. Yeah, that's a pretty big step. So I bet a lot of people out there um, are really thankful to hear that and know that they aren't the only one. Um, along with sharing at that assembly, you were also on the assembly yes. with um, the um, student assembly. So <laughs> I don't know what you call that. Um, so um, when you first found out that you were winning those awards, how did how did you take that? Well, I found out about the 2019 Youth Volunteer of the Year probably about a month ago. I got a call oh. during Writing 121, and I was like, Miss Mello, can I go take this? And she said, yeah. And then I like found out that I won that, and it was really exciting. Um, so I found out about that one a while ago, and I just didn't know that they'd, like, recognize me for that. Um, and I actually didn't know that I'd win the Top Tiger Peer Tutor Award until I was given it. <laughs> like, I knew I was there for some reason, um, but I didn't know, because, like, I don't think my mom got an email or anything. And some parents did, and some parents didn't, I don't know. But I, like, was sitting there, and I saw Miss Gordon, and I was like, oh, I know what this is. And I was <laughs> like, is this, like, did they do a Peer Tutor, like, Top Tiger, and, like, I kind of had an idea about it because earlier in the day, Miss Johnson was talking to me and she kind of did a couple winks. And so I was like, oh, maybe I won something. So it was pretty <laughs> exciting. That is so exciting. When do you think your passion for helping out in the peer tutor really started? Um, I think it started, well, junior year was my first time peer tutoring, which is kind of funny because I only did it half of my four years. Um, 
but I took it once first semester and then I instantly fell in love because there in that room, in room 202, you can express yourself without fearing judgment because everybody there loves you for who you are. They don't care if you're having a bad day, if you're just wearing sweats or if you're wearing a dress <laughs> and looking all nice. Like All that matters there is that you're you and that's what I think really drew, drew me into it. Um, and made me want to become a special education teacher. And then I just took many more, and now I've taken, like, I think, like, nine of the class, eight or nine or something. Wow, how does that affect your schedule? Um, it's good. I mean, like, I'll have, like, right now I have three in my schedule. Last semester I had, like, two or two, I think. And then, like, you know, it's just, it's just part of it. It's, like, all my electives now, so I don't really take any others. yeah. When do you think you, you really noticed the difference in yourself when you, after taking those classes? Um, I noticed a difference kind of midway through the year, but that was when I realized I wanted to be a special ed teacher. But it wasn't until later when I was going through some mental health struggles that I realized how much the kids in that room really impact me and help me in life. Because um, I remember like when I kind of didn't really feel like there's much left to live for, I would think about some of the kids and just be like, wait, no, that's what that's what's here. Like, that's what's mm-hmm. meaningful. And so just kind of, I don't know, the kids in that room and, like, my friends in there just really helped me through. And that's yeah. when I realized it's what I want to do. It sounds like they were really able to ground you and mm-hmm. bring you back. That's such an amazing group of people to have because not everyone has that. And so right. knowing that you have a community, so that's so cool. Do you have a story um, in Peer Tutor that really stands out to you? <laughs> the, I have a lot of them, but one of my <laughs> favorites is with a kid named Jeremy. Um, it was from last year. He's one of my besties. Um, and he doesn't speak much English. He mostly mm-hmm. speaks Spanish. But I was uh, working with him one time. Like, I was just placed with him one day because the kid I was normally working with was gone. So I was, like, a little bit nervous. I was like, but I don't really speak that well. Like, I don't really know how to communicate with him. But then we kind of started, like, in little tiny phrases talking. And then we started playing tic-tac-toe. And I started realizing that he kept letting me win. And I was like, this is the sweetest thing ever. Like, He's a, he's a big sweetheart, and also all of them are, but Cole Haggard also. He's in my forensics <laughs> class, and him and Mr. Mueller have the best relationship. I love it. That's so cute. Yeah, I think we need more, like, general education teachers that are very much, like, accepting and kind to, like, our kids in uh, mm-hmm. Room 202, and that's what I think Mr. Mueller's about, so it's really nice. <laughs> that's a great um, place to be and to experience because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely been – hardships and you have to take a lot of steps to get there but it's cool that Tigard has some of that exactly um so volunteering is also a big part of your life (laughs) besides peer tutor when do you think you realized you wanted to volunteer so much I remember when I was younger um I would always look up like places to volunteer but I was like 11 yeah and I was like I can't really do any of this by myself yet um but I knew my sister was involved in key club and I was like, okay, when I get to high school, I'm going to be in Tiger High School's Key Club. So my freshman year, that was the first club I joined and, like, the one that I really stuck with, um, like, freshman year, all four years, mm-hmm. everything. Um, and it just kind of started because I saw her and then I was like, I'm too young. And then now I was, like, the perfect age. And so all of my energy that had pent up to, like, volunteer was just ready to go. Like, yeah. I was so excited. So you knew you wanted to volunteer before coming into high school. Have you volunteered elsewhere before coming in or is that kind of your first time i had done like little volunteer things like a couple times maybe like a special olympics thing or 
um, like other things at like elementary schools and stuff when I was like in middle school, but nothing like this huge. I like didn't really have many opportunities, so it was really exciting. Yeah. How many clubs are you a part of now? Um, I'm a part of five clubs, but I'm pres- or co-president of four. Wow. So can you name those for us? Yeah. Um, so I'm a member of Spanish National Honor Society, and then I'm co-president of National Honor Society, co-president of Sparrow Club, president of Super Friends Club that I started for our kids in special ed. And then um, I'm also president of Key Club. How do you juggle all of that in your day? (laughs) It's really, it was kind of like a difficult thing to grasp at the beginning of this year. And then I kind of got in a system and I was like, hey, I can do it. And it's just, (laughs) I really care about each of them. So it just makes it a fun thing to do. What does your um, weekly schedule kind of look like having so many things you're a part of? Um, So I pretty much have a club meeting every morning. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, this week I had like an NHS officer meeting Monday. Tuesday I had a SHH meeting. Wednesday was like Sparrow. Thursday was NHS. And then Friday was like Super Friends. So like this is my week that I have five. And the next week I have like three meetings in the morning, which... It's a lot, but like I love to do it, and I get to school early anyway, so it's totally worth it. That's so cool. So besides high school, how would you um, describe your middle school and elementary self? Elementary and middle school Chloe didn't have much confidence and was also like, I kind of felt like I had to put on a smile for everybody and be happy-go-lucky and stuff, especially in elementary school. So I'd always like come home and I'd just be kind of like defeated and just kind of cry because like I felt like I couldn't really do much and people would call me like too sensitive and stuff. So I feel like during high school, I really grew and realized that like sensitivity is an okay thing to have. Like it's actually like kind of a beautiful thing. It allows you to be more empathetic um, and it's not a weakness. So I feel like at first I just kind of lacked confidence and now I'm really, um, growing it (laughs) yeah that's a cool thing to be able to see the steps Mm -hmm. and where it has taken you yeah (laughs) if you could go back to your elementary self what would you tell them what piece of advice would you give yourself I'd probably tell little Chloe to like stand up for herself more Mm -hmm. I remember there's like a couple people like this one person I don't know told me like to stop smiling so much (laughs) and then I just started like getting really sad so I'd probably just tell myself to like stand up for myself and not Mm -hmm. let other people like interfere in like my life like in like my feelings because like I'm the one who like can determine how I go about my day and like don't let other people interfere yeah that's amazing advice for anyone to take even (laughs) now or earlier and so having that and knowing that is a big step towards following through in the life of life. <laughs> That's not really a thing, but... Could be. Yeah, it could. It could. So besides all that, what else are some of your hobbies that you like to do? I love my cats. I love all animals. I've always wanted a dog, but I love, I love my pets. I love playing with them and just like having fun. And then there'll be like little cats in the neighborhood and I'll play with them. But I also love... Um, I like to hang out with my friends. I love Catherine Frasiris. She's amazing. Mm. Um, 
I like to read a lot, and I love watching The Office. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite episode of The Office? Okay, this is an unpopular opinion, like, for <laughs> sure, because it's the most awkward episode, and it's so hard to watch, but I love Scott's Tots. And it's oh, my so gosh. Bad, and it's so hard to watch, but it's so good. That's an interesting choice. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you look at it in certain ways. I, just, I don't know. It's just so awkward, and I think, like, that the performance is so well done because it just makes it so awkward and I just think it's funny <laughs> that's funny what would you say is your favorite book you've read so far this year um I read I think it was either my freshman or sophomore year and then I recently reread it um the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime it's by the an author named Mark Haddon it's so good it's about a kid who has I like presume it's like autism mm-hmm. and there's this it's like a murder mystery but also not and like this kid it's just really cool because like the book is like designed drawings and stuff to kind of explain like how he's thinking and stuff and it's just really interesting because it like the narrative is through a kid with autism so I feel like that's it's just a really good eye-opening book for many people to read yeah getting to see inside the head of someone who doesn't think and work the same way as you is a great way to really spread your horizon and understand more people (laughs) so senior year is coming to an end (laughs) (laughs) sadly enough what do you think um, is some of your plans coming up I'm going to be going to University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign which is super far and (laughs) I, I went on college visits and that was a school that was like, because I visited three. I thought I was going to like that one the least. Oh. It ended up being my favorite. It was so amazing. So I'm really excited to go to college, but I know I'm going to miss, like, peer tutor and clubs and all my friends mm-hmm. and teachers here um, and my family, of course. That's going to be hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to be going and possibly double majoring, um, oh, wow. for sure majoring in special education and possibly double major in political science as well. So that'll be really fun. That'll have a lot of stuff on your hands there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's so cool. What are you hoping to do once you have graduated college? Um, I'm still trying to f- figure out, like, where exactly I'm going to live. I'll probably come back to Oregon to teach, but I'm still trying to decide. I know my mom wants me to come back to Oregon <laughs> and not be in any other state, but I kind of want to explore. I've also thought about, like, possibly going to, like, another country, um, maybe like a third world country to help Mm -hmm. like kiddos with like disabilities there because I know that um in places where it's there's more poverty and like it's harder to kind of like get by kids with disabilities don't really get the attention that they do in like our country yeah um and so I kind of would love to go there and like just really like get to know some of the kids and teach people about how to interact with them and how to make their lives better without even having much um stuff to get by I guess like resources yeah that seems like it would bring together a lot of your passions. Yeah, it would. That would be a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so great we got to sit down with you today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, again, this is Chloe Skinner, and I am Olivia Nimi on 1 in 1800. Thank you. Yeah, for sure.